This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, dear traveler, I see you growing restless. In the mood for something else, perhaps? I believe I have... Ah, yes. Just the thing for you. An older yarn of something dark. A story, a secret of subterfuge and shadow. But still, as ever was, a rude tale of magic. Oh! Hello! Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. Come at the... Say it with me, King! Oh, you are a little too slow, you fucking fool! My name is Snake Professional, and I'm here to tell you about what happened last time on Rude Tales of Magic. Come at the, here's your chance to say it with me, the King! Oh, I said, I said thus a second time, ha ha, motherfucker. That's right, and for those of you who forgot who I am, that's understandable. I haven't been in an episode for quite some time. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm what you call a gray tiefling and I've sort of organized our heroes who are in order of size starting in the middle Grimothy Steel who is an assembled man you've also got Torin, aka Skunk a high elf urchin yeah you know you've got a minotaur named Butter Saint Beef and you know he's a defense attorney last but not least you've got Dealey the Harpy, and even laster, but least, you've got Smellulus, the Loxodon. They've been hired to take out the Emperor. By who? By yours truly. That name again is (laughs) professional. Don't wear it out. Or maybe you will. No such thing as bad publicity. Anyway, they made it to the Powerball. They tried to kill the Emperor, sort of, but the Emperor lives. He was absconded with by a Big ass orc whose name is uh that's right tactical paper Jesus Christ it's it is uh it's like accidentally swallowing Listerine sometimes for me to recall a name I came up with and forgot tactical paper the orc oil baron has absconded with the emperor but don't worry he hasn't left the room they are in the Powerball it is chaos the blood is flowing. You could say, but not out of anyone. No one has been attacked necessarily. The blood is just like pumping inside of the bodies. I need to go lay down. I turn the episode over now to the players themselves. (laughs) Play on. Oh, the world's a stage and the men and women merely players. Come on, do it. (laughs) My adopted daughter, get back here. Get back here, my adopted daughter! I'm supposed to take care of you, as you have agreed! <laughs> so many rings! So many rings! <laughs> the 
there's rings everywhere. Rings are just falling off of people's fingers. People are, they are looking at their hands and they're saying, these are useless to me now. And they're pulling <laughs> rings off of their fingers and they're throwing them into the air. I'm doing that thing in, in like anime videos where like the, the elves are, are jumping and it makes the fun sound and they barely touch the ground and they're just hop, hop, hopping. And I'm hopping up towards Abby. All right, you you anime hop up towards Abby. Uh, so you hop, you're hop, hip hopping, and you uh, you jump up, and you are right next to uh, the beautiful avoider who looks at you and says, Torin, what are you doing here? I'm here to rescue you and uh, do other stuff that I'm not comfortable talking about right now. Are you what? safe? Are you Torin hurt? seems like a place for secrets. Yeah, I was about to get adopted. <laughs> No, no, you weren't. You were in terrible danger. Weren't you paying attention? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily? Yeah, they were like, you're going to be rich and famous and powerful. I I tuned the rest out. There were more details. I had to sign a bunch of papers, whatever, whatever. Oh, did you read the papers? No, I can't read. You know that. I just put me little X on the line. Oh, that was manipulative of them. Yeah, maybe it was manipulative of me. Maybe I'm in charge here. What's going on? I pull part of my toga off and I... Push, I pull it over his head and I try to like usher him because we're on a balcony thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to usher him out of this main room. Oof, oh, no, you're absconding with me. You're absconding. I'll never go back to a life of poverty. Any friend found can be stolen. What? Oh, the code. The urchin's code. You're getting through to me. You are, you are. Yeah, yeah, and I'm stealing you back. All right, cool. Yeah, I gotta respect a grift. Yeah, yeah, if you're stealing, you're stealing. I, I get that, I get that. But it's just, you know, I was about to be rich. Um, are we out of the main, like, what's the what's the level of attention on us right now? Um, it's not nothing. The, actually, <laughs> Diaria the Goblin is still right next to him. Diaria, previously torn to shreds, has made a stunning recovery. It's almost as if there was a three-week break in between recording episodes. And uh, uh, Diaria is actually going to make a dive at you right now. Her Eep. hands still glowing white. Uh, she she jumps at you and uh, and she screams. Uh, 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 nobody steals from Diaria. Uh, and so a white hot hand just like grabs you and like right on the face. Uh, you just get like a, a burning white hot hand that leaves a white mark on your. Uh, oh, oh my perfectly average face. <laughs> yeah, she looks at you. She goes, oh, that first isn't so average anymore. Now you'll stand out. Leave my friend alone, you poopy bitch. And I'm going to cast a spell on you. <laughs> I'm going to shoot Ray of Sickness. Incredible. I thrust my hands out and I uh, let channel all of the nervous energy and whirring poop in my body. And I channel it out towards her with my hands. Uh, it hits her, and uh, she she actually opens her mouth, and it just like the ray goes like right into her mouth, and she like uh, she becomes extremely still. It's that feeling of when you've got a dog on a leash, and it looks at another dog, and rather than freak out, it gets still, and you know something awful is about to happen. So what? Ha- she gets uh, eerily still, and she looks right at you, and she says, "And now you'll discover why they call me." Diaria! And her eyes go white and her mouth goes white and she goes into uh, a, uh, a public domain version of the Avatar state. And uh, <laughs> she actually, she lifts up off the ground. She goes into, she her arms uh, go out straight and her legs go out straight and her head spins around like uh, the exorcist and she just, just 
barf and shit and pit every. It is absolutely foul. Everything inside of her just goes like flying out in every direction. As uh, you hear her voice amplified many times over as she says, uh, I actually like this. So there's always a Daria in the world. That's there to maintain balance between... Yes, actually. Many, so yeah. what happens is... Uh, could you roll for damage? Yes. Uh, so it's um, six damage. Six damage? Okay, so I actually like this are her last words on this mortal coil. She screams, I actually like this. And uh, she just explodes in a uh, an explosion of germs. Her germs are bigger than normal. The, the naked eye can see these germs. Uh, fucking... Well... Dress it on a rude talks. They uh, <laughs> and germs just go flying everywhere. They hit everybody. They even hit the mayor. Uh, nope, not a mayor. And the, they hit the emperor. The uh, every single person is hit by uh, by one of these germs. These germs are wet. These germs are big. These germs are writhing around. And miles and miles away, a goblin is born at that exact moment. And. Uh, that goblin's parents look down and they say, we will call her. And then something comes over them and in a deep voice they say, Diaria. <laughs> nice. Camera zoom back to the Powerball uh, and Diaria's uh, skeleton is still there and it sort of like, uh, it rattles around a little and uh, she, with great effort, the skeleton dead, just kept, it's not, this isn't alive, it is just animated by hate and spite. It lifts a middle finger to you and falls over. Uh, it tur- it's reduced to dust. Oh, what are the odds that living in gutters for years protected me from getting sick right now? Uh, from under the sheet, the beautiful avoider says, yeah, They're not good, mate. They're not good. Anyway, there's pandemonium. There's chaos. People are running this way. People are running that way. People are zigging. People are zagging. People are running upside down. Uh, tactical paper, the orc has actually... He has... Uh, now, keep in mind, he has a hippo mask on. And he has Nog Romanski under his arm. And he is sort of running... Um, uh, uh, like like he's just like running for a, a touchdown with uh, Nagramonsky, who he has lifted effortlessly. Nagramonsky, I uh, may or might not have said last time, has a turtle mask on. Not a trout this year. He learned his lesson from last year. Uh, just the lesson he learned was he doesn't like a trout mask, but he loves a turtle mask. He's uh, he's got him under and he's running uh, away from y'all at full speed. Uh, everyone but Torin is uh, is close enough to see what is going on here. Uh, I, I, I give it over to the group. Grimothy think- is going to um, uh, psychically reach out to Tactical, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to send him the message. <clears throat> if the Emperor leaves this room, he'll die. You see him stop and uh, sort of turn around and like look around uh, with panic in his eyes. He doesn't know what to do. You have stopped this man dead in his uh, orcish tracks. Grimothy is the um, is the dog that caught the car and is sort of like, oh, oh it, it worked. Oh, 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 fuck. You are far enough away. He doesn't hear that. And he just sort of looks around and he is trying to figure out what to do. There's a small window. What are we going to do? All right. Butter, uh, Butter locks onto that view and just whispers to himself. And he's just like, the rook moves in a straight line. And lowers his head Fuck and yeah. uh, goes for a goring rush, stampeding straight towards uh, 
Tactical and the Emperor. All right, nine damage from these beautiful horns. Now, Whoa. Tactical Papers is no, uh, he's no slouch himself. His constitution is not bad, but nine damage is going to knock this level one oil baron on his ass. <laughs> uh, he falls over backwards uh, and he looks up in a panic and says, Why I oughta? He, uh, uh, he starts, he goes, like, right up, like, fists, uh, fists moving back and forward. Uh, uh, Notre Dame would be proud of this man. Uh, they, uh, and he sort of, he jumps right up. He has dropped the emperor, and he starts, uh, approaching you, and he is going to, uh, use this opportunity to take a swing at you. Oh! He misses by a mile. (laughs) Why did I, it was a three. Why did I ask? He, uh... Uh, so he's gonna he's gonna take a swing at you, uh, completely miss, and uh, he just sort of panics and runs away. Yes, this is the victory that I am accustomed to. So as he begins to uh, run away, Butter, you see something strange, which is the gait of the man begins to change uh, uh, just a little bit. His legs, already thick, become thicker, and they become a uh, a, a grayish hue as opposed to the greenish hue of his. Uh, of his skin, his feet, uh, orc-like in nature, become hooven, uh, or flat, or, uh, uh the fucking, uh, you know. Like, sort of flat, right but then, here. like, have, like, a couple, like, big nails in the front, sort could of. Could not have said it better myself. Yeah. Realistically, I could not have said it better myself. Uh, the, I got a proven track record, and it's poor. The, uh, uh, the bulk of the man begins to expand outwards, uh, horizontally. And uh, he actually picks up speed, though, as he moves forward and his uh, his arms turn into legs as he transforms uh, in front of you into a hippopotamus. And uh, he charges clean away from you. Meanwhile, uh, the camera zooms back to Dealey. Dealey, you yourself are beginning to feel strange. Could you roll a constitution saving throw for me? Oh, <laughs> um, six, six, seven, eight. Eight is not going to be near enough to stop what I have planned for you. Now, eagle-eared listeners will recall that Dealey took a uh, a fine swig or three of uh, <laughs> the goat juice. And that goat juice uh, pumping through your tiny, uh, but just like just packed uh, to capacity body. It is just like in the best of time, you are just like your heart is beating a mile a minute. And something begins to change and your wings begin to altar where once you had harpy wings you now find two sets of harpy wings uh where once you had uh the body of a harpy which let's say fan artists might have been confused about (laughs) earlier now they're gonna find themselves twice as confused because dealy you feel yourself turning into a double harpy (laughs) (laughs) that's right your vocal your laugh not your entire vocal track that would be hell on earth but your laughs are now doubled as uh you uh you shout to the heavens it is a sailor moon style transformation uh and it leaves you the exact same size as you were before but you've got two of all that you had before so do i have four arms now or four like like graspy claws unclear (laughs) (laughs) so flying around the room realizing she has yet another set of arms to grab more rings yes you have more arms than you ever had and your wings whereas before they were like vulture wings now you have vulture wings but they are oriented like an insect's wings Ooh, 
Uh, so Are they like clear, like like dragon? Fuck no! Kind of you're a double harpy, not a sudden insect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm snatching my ring. I just have more arms to snatch up rings. Literally, what's not the biggest all. die you have access to in my life? In uh, in within reach. Um, I have an app, so <laughs> literally anything. Push that app to the brink. Okay. Uh, D one thousand. Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck reality. It gave me 732. You pick up 732 rings. <laughs> uh, oh just rings and rings. One guy had actually just walked in late, uh, and he was like an octopod, octopod creature, and his each of his arms were just like bedecked in rings. And he said, take a look at my... And then you hit him, and it's a cloud of dust, and you fly away, and he goes, oh, fuck. He has not a oh ring upon gosh. him. And he turns wanna... around and he goes, I'm getting out of here. And like, he walks away. <laughs> I want to make something it? clear. Dealey's excited. Allie might be twice as excited. <laughs> the listeners are excited. The DM is excited. <laughs> Every single one. This is uh, a fucking, there's parades in the street. Uh, people are breaking quarantine to hug each other. They're so excited. Oh, about... no. <laughs> Bad. You shouldn't have done yeah. this. this is, people are going to get oh, hurt. Why have we done it? It's the, well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's D&D, baby. It's the dice. The dice don't lie, and they don't care who they hurt. Uh, you've got a lot of rings on you. It is uh, a monumentous moment. Meanwhile, the camera slowly and sadly pan over to Smellulus as he feels a change of his own. Smellulus, we we see footage of, but now it's in slow motion in black and white of you toasting and drinking the goat juice. And Tim, you want to remind us what mask you're wearing? Uh, I have the mask of man. Yes. <gasps> Smellulous, your trunk begins to shrink and shorten and stumpify oh. until it is the normal size nose of an average man. Your ears, the pride of your body, they begin to shrink and shrink. Your hearing is slightly impacted as your ears become normal size ears. Your lush, thick head of hair that we not ever once talked about. It retreats and you get a... a you now have a... a, a, a that's not real. Uh, but you do, you're revealed to have the, the balding head of, uh, of a man in the middle of his ages. Your uh, elephant tail? Did you have one of those? Yeah, not anymore. That becomes spine. It becomes just spine bones and they fall off of you. Okay, but, <laughs> surely, click, my, click. but surely my tusks remain intact. Well, they do initially, but then they shrink and they shrink until they are nothing more than pronounced canines. You look like a vampire for a moment, and then they shrink back up. Now you have the normal teeth of a normal man. Uh, Grimothy sees this, and he holds his metal hands up to his metal eyes and rubs them. <laughs> because he can't believe what he's seeing. The horrible sound of metal on metal. <laughs> just yeah. like scra scraping is heard as Smellulous... <laughs> Smellulous transforms into a human being. Ew. This sucks. What? What? This. My. Pain rips through your body as your earrings that you described in the first episode, which are still attached to your ears, are way too big now and they just tear through the bottoms of them. <sighs> oh! Fuck! This sucks! Who did this to me? Who did this to Smellulous? Laughter is heard as the lights all turn out one by 
one. There's three lights, though. It doesn't take very long. All of the light sources. <laughs> or I said there were fairies. Each of the fairies and pixies turn out. It was complete darkness, and you hear laughter. All of the fairies and pixies then, they reorient their light, and you see, standing at the top of the highest balcony, who could it be but the unhittable Babylon Brown, wearing a cape and the mask of the Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) He throws it from his face to reveal himself and says, it's me, the unhittable Babylon Brown. Tricked ya. He he cackled. Uh, uh, Voices from the dark call out, who? He says, the unhittable Babylon Brown. Yeah, I used to be a big shot assassin until Smellulus the Loxodon took everything from me. I mean, first I was cursed, but look, it's a long story and we don't have to get into it now. But I've cursed each and every one of you by cursing the goat that you all drank from. (laughs) Uh, There are cries and shrieks as we look around and every single person who drank from that goat turns into the identity of the mask they were wearing. Alamo Gold, the dragonborn, transforms into a mat. Uh, into a bat, sorry, a mat, uh, into a bat. Diaria's skeleton sort of like reassembles into the skeleton of a goose. Uh, tactical paper, you know, we saw he turned into a hippo. Um, Caliper and Delicious Starling, they turn into peacocks. Uh, Elvira Romansky turns into a cat. Rodan and Rodan turn into a moth and a butterfly. Meanwhile, Dan turns into a cocoon. <laughs> he falls gently <laughs> to the ground. Although, they, what? Sorry, I have to know. What does Frederick turn into? Frederick turns into an ass. Yes! <laughs> Frederick. This ass is unconnected to any human body. It's just the ass. Uh, Grimothy runs over to the ass and picks it up and cradles it like a, like a baby. The ass, uh, it sort of coos and talks to you through the, the, the one hole available to say, oh, Is that you, Grimothy? Yes, it is. It is me, Frederick. Grimothy, I I got I'm, so old. Old? I'm so sorry. No, you were a young man of forty. No, I I know, but I I just I. Hey, hey. It, no, I I'm sorry. I let what? you down. What? I let you, you down. Know. I you grew up, know. and I and now I'm a camel. Yeah, but you're a beautiful camel, buddy. Yeah. A beautiful. Young camel. You think I got I got years left? Yeah, yeah, you got plenty of time. Yeah, and, and, and we're gonna go sailing. Sure, camels love the water. Sure, of course they do. That's why we retain it for so long. And and we'll find a way to turn you back. We younger will. Younger than before. Yeah. Younger than forty. Yeah, maybe thirty-eight. Now don't go getting my hopes up. Hey, uh, and um, Grimothy caresses one of the cheeks. It coos a little. You are always so good to me, Grimothy. You deserve better. He sort of, uh, he looks around and he goes, it's so dark. He looks around? Well, he tries to look around. He like, you can tell this ass is like, is is looking for its own eyes. It says, (laughs) Grimothy, it's so dark. Yeah, they, uh, they turned out all the lights. I'm just, I'm getting so cold. It's okay. Maybe you should just rest. 
Yeah. And then when I wake up, you and I, right? Of course, Frederick. You, you and I. Wow. The assembled man and the camel. And you'll be, you'll be human again, and maybe one day I'll be human again. The ass, in whatever capacity it has, looks up at you, and with one final loving sound, it goes. Uh, while this happens, um, uh, Dealey, you actually feel something uh, uh, tugging on your wings as you Gr- fly around. Cool, I ignore it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> rings, 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 rings. Uh, the rest of you can see that there is an owl uh, with bows, uh, bows all <laughs> in its feathers, uh, sort of tugging at the wings of, uh, uh, of Dealey. So uh, just using context clues, we can assume that Wealthy Wim Windows traded with somebody for an owl mask. Uh, not accepting any questions about this. Grow up. Uh, I like slap one of my hands back, dropping a number of rings, probably at least 200, and then go dive down and pick it back up again. Great. Uh, yeah, you do that. And the owl, uh, the owl sort of like takes the hint and with its wings, it does sort of a like, OK, OK, I can take. And it, uh, it flies away and roosts up on the balcony. The camera sort of moves back to Smellulus, now a human being. Can I see the turtle? Can I see the, the emperor as a turtle? What you see, actually, is that uh, Nagramansky, yes, you can see he has transformed. Um, this looked like an especially painful transformation. He, uh, a shell sort of, like, uh, very quickly and abruptly, like, forms around him and, like, uh, like a bear trap just like snaps him up as he goes, ah, and uh, it it snaps him up and the shell itself shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. And he turns into a baby turtle. Turns Uh, out he's wearing a baby turtle mask. Who knew? I did. um, So uh, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to run up to him. I'm going to grab, I'm going to grab that, um, that turtle. Okay. uh, And I'm going to cast, speak with animals. Okay. And I'm going to talk to this turtle. Um, and I'm going to say, are you okay, King? Uh, the turtle looks up at you and says, who am I? Um, and I'm going to say, do you want to survive? What? Yes. Do you have an heir? Okay. I'm getting a lot of questions and I got some of my own. My first question was, who am I? I'm just saying a follow-up to who am I? Do you have an heir is a little... We're jumping from addition to calculus. You're the king, and you need an heir. Okay. If you say so. I'll save your life if you make me your heir. <laughs> I have to just say you're the heir? <laughs> Who am I, though? You're the king. I'm the king? Yeah. Okay. You're the king. And, and you'll save my life? Yeah. Okay. I name you heir. Smellulus, it's not a small thing for an emperor to name an heir. You feel a change mechanically inside of you. For when an emperor in Cordelia names their heir, they aren't just moving words around. 
They're casting a spell older than any living thing in Cordelia. You can't explain quite what has come over you, but you know his words to be true. You are filled with a sense of status and importance, which has thus far in your life been alien to you. (laughs) You know it to be true that you are the Emperor of Cordelia. Does everyone else know? <laughs> Fucking role play and figure it out. Does everyone else? <laughs> did everyone else hear that? Does everyone else know what's going on? Why are you talking to a turtle? Who's that turtle? Who is that turtle? Well, this turtle is now my adopted father, and I am now the king of Paola. You, you're the what? The king. What is a king? Oh, Smellulous, I wish you hadn't said that. No, no, no. No, it's okay. And I I pull... (laughs) Hell yeah. I I pull the gigantic hammer off of my back. I'm still wearing a kitty cat mask. Smellulous, we had a job to do. And it didn't involve the name Nog. It involved the Emperor. No, 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 it's okay. We'll kill the turtle, you see. And then what we'll do is we'll get all the money from killing the turtle. And then I'll, 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 I'll give you a, 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 a judgeship. I'll make you a judge. I'll have that power now. Come on, baby. A judge isn't gonna do a damn thing about that magical hand pack that we did. Oh, boy, it didn't take you but two seconds to assume the form of a man. To also assume a man's dumbass ship. <laughs> we must destroy you. Like you wouldn't have done that the first chance you got. Like all of you wouldn't have taken me down to get my share. I can tell all I can tell what you all look like, and all you care about is money. I was the one who cared about order in this place. And you all wanted to kill for no good reason than to fill your pockets. It's good that I'm in control now, and I'll help you if you just trust me. If you'll just give Smellulist some respect for once, which he's now earned, I'll give you everything you want. So as as this co- as this monologue has been uh, occurring slowly behind him uh, lowering down from a rope uh, the unhittable Babylon Brown has been crawling down uh, the rope I already rolled for stealth Smellulous does not uh, <laughs> he has no idea what is going on behind him the unhittable Babylon Brown puts a finger theatrically to his lips walks up Oh, a big one. He, re- he really flourishes it. This is a real, like, uh, Rip Taylor style. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, and he pulls out a serrated knife. He's really going to make this one hurt. Holds it up to Smellulous's neck and pulls. Missing completely. He goes, ah, fuck. Okay, well, I thought maybe. <laughs> hey. Friend, 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 friend. I can make you a judge too. I can make you all. I can give you. I can give you all your heart's desires. Come on, friends. The unhittable Babylon Brown waves his knife around uh, at all of you and, and says, "No fast moves, anybody. We're gonna get our story straight before anything else happens here." You can't do anything. You can't even hit anybody from point blank range. Nor can I be hit. So watch it. Great, you're like the air. You are neutral to me. 
The air is not neutral. If the air were to leave, you'd die. I'm the most important thing in your life. I am the life giver. I sustain all life. The very sun in the sky would die if not for me to support it. That's how I understand science to work at this point in history. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm just going to walk. I'm going to sort of get out of his grasp and sort of like walk over here. And I'm sort of, and I'm sort of uh, gesturing to the rest of the group. Just like, follow me over. Just, just walk away from this guy. He's just, like, cackling, and he, like, falls to his knees. He's like, that's right, I did it. No one thought I could do it, but I took out the emperor, not by killing him, but by poisoning a goat. But it turns out I can't poison a goat because I tried to poison a goat, but the goat, the poison missed the goat's throat. So I learned a lesson. I can't use poison. I have to use a magic spell that doesn't harm, but instead transforms. And so I gave a poison, or not a poison, a potion to the goat. And this potion, so what happens is, you know, it it, it gets into the Friends, 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 which I know you would call me friend as well. I can give you everything you've wanted. And this 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 pact we took, this pact we took, I'll have control over all the magic users in, in Paola and Cordelia for goodness sakes. Look, just trust me, we can all make money out of this. We can all get as many little trinkets as we want out of this. We, we, I can, fr- fr- friend Grimothy, I can get you a new child that you can raise from the Top to the bottom. And Torin, 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 my little daughter, I can give you what you've always wanted, a home with your best friend. Listen to me. Help me out here, guys, and we can make out of this like thieves. I don't want a new child. And I want you to redistribute the wealth throughout Paola. And then from under the sheet, uh, the, the beautiful avoider, he calls out, Yeah, no gods, no masters. This is why I've always been saying the state is flawed from, in, from inception. We just got to get rid of the whole thing. When he's right, he's right. The empire is corrupt. So the chaos uh, has died down because everyone is an animal. There is a hippo just sort of running in a circle. Uh, there is a cocoon <laughs> struggling on the ground because those things need branches. Uh, the uh, So all of these animals are just sort of, uh, we got a real Noah's Ark situation here. They are uh, wandering around. Smellulus has possession of the turtle, but everything else, everyone else has just been transformed into an animal. So the chaos is over. There are no other sentient beings other than you guys in... Uh, the beautiful avoider and the off in the distance cackling uh, unhittable Babylon Brown. Smellulous, I didn't trust you very much from the beginning and I was hoping I was wrong. But now it's clear you've always been power mad. No, 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 no. I've been doing my job this whole time. I've been doing my job this whole time. I just saw an opportunity. That's all. Look, look, you can still kill him. Still kill him. Just kill him right now. Right? Yeah, but he's not the emperor anymore. Now he's just a turtle. Why would I kill him? I'm... Look, look. Do you want to be my daughter or not? I don't. Guards? Can any guards hear me? Uh, That's a very good question, actually. So when you call out to the guards, because you are the emperor of Cordelia, there is a certain pact you have with all guards in the Cordelian Empire... (laughs) As soon as you say guards, the front door swings open and the pig man from earlier swings open the door, tears still staining his face. He was really (laughs) moved by what Torin had said to him earlier. And he looks up and says, I'm a guard. Arrest these four. All right. Ooh, 
it's the middle of the episode, and you know what that means? That's right, it's me, Snake Professional, here with... What? What are you doing here? It's me! It's a tiny harpy! You met me once, and I'm here to join you for advertising readings! That's right, it's Dealey the Harpy. We've met you constantly throughout <laughs> Come at the King. You know, we got a, a fun little ad read for you here today. We want to tell you all about our brand spanking new website. It's RudeTalesMagic.com. I wonder what it's referring to. Probably the show we're listening to right now. That's right. If you go to if you go to RootTalesOfMagic.com, you'll be able to see our brand new t-shirt line. That's right. We just launched a new line of t-shirts. Snake, you're talking about t-shirts for your body? That's right. Traditionally, they go on the torso, but hey, I'm not here telling you how to live your life. Put them wherever the fuck you want. No rules. Um, do tell me, uh, tell me any answer to this question. How many X's in f- is in front of the tiniest small? I believe it's one, maybe two. I haven't looked. This was a softball question, but it completely caught me flat-footed. <laughs> I don't know the answer. But I do know if you go to RudeTalesOfMagic.com and you navigate to our store, which we make very easy for you, you'll be able to find that answer out for yourself. So if you're a tiny-sized harpy like Dealey or a medium creature who wears a medium-sized shirt like myself, we got you covered Snake. over at Rude Tales of What? I'm looking at you, but are you wearing a hat? Uh, sometimes. It depends on what the fan artist decides. Do you put the t-shirt on over the hat? Well, the thing about me is I've got these huge ram horns sticking out of my head. So no matter what, when I put a t-shirt on, I fucking ruin ruin it. it. (laughs) Ruin it. Shirts for ruining on sale now at RudeTalesOfMagic.com. Arrest these four. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Four. All right. I would love to assassinate this emperor. Yeah. May I make my attempt? You absolutely may. You never asked me what I was going to do once I had all the money in the world to make me never care about it again. I was going to keep fighting your goddamn emperor in the courts and in the streets and in the arenas, and I attack! My hammer is out. And I drop the heavy head to the ground, allowing the very end of the handle to land in my arm to give it maximum velocity as I begin to spin. And I aim that weight, accelerating through the air, to Smilius' ribcage. 
delicate human ribs cracking against the iron of my hammer, as have so many, many less deserving before it than this emperor. Hell yeah, make an attack roll. I did with my maul, and I got a 26. Tim, what kind of AC we talking for Smellulus? 14. Okay, so uh, now I'm no mathematician, but uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure you hit the fuck out of him. Smellulus feels the hammer on his side, and he sort of lurches down to his knee. He doesn't fly away, but he lurches down to his knee, and uh, you can sort of see the ground sort of shake under him, not because of his size anymore, because of the power of that blow. And he- We see, we zoom in really quickly into Smellulus's body and we see his appendix, which took the brunt of that hit. The appendix is uh, is personified quickly as it, it, it says, ah, fuck, I was almost destroyed by that. But no, I'm now a man's appendix and I have to prove myself. And he, he flexes and does not rupture. <laughs> we zoom back out. My knee is on the ground, and I turn up to um, Butter St. Beef, and uh, with a voice close to what was his own when he was a on, he goes, I gave you so many chances to like me! All the gods of heaven, you are pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing at me! And I draw my bow and arrow from my... um. Uh, from my need position, and uh, I rolled a 16. As the arrow flies towards Butter, um, from the left, Grimothy, out of nowhere, dashes in and blocks the arrow along its path. The uh, arrow it, hits the damn butt with a... Grimothy rips the arrow from the butt, and it clatters to the floor, and he looks at Smellulus and he says, We were your only friends in the world. And look what you've already done. You're clearly no better than the worst emperor. It don't matter, because I am the emperor, and now everyone's going to be my friend. Because it abs- I- no, it absolutely matters. Totally matters. And no. Grimothy, Grimothy's eyes uh, flash for a moment before um, his hand glows with the charge of a psychic blade, which he then uh, raises up and hurls at the new emperor. Sure, the blade sails through the air and pierces... Uh, Smellulus in the forehead. Um, it Jesus. it flashes uh, and then disappears, but he recoils uh, from the psychic feedback. Ugh! I fall to my other to my second knee and throw my hands into my into my hands, and I am crying. Where? I'm going to kill all of you. I'm going to kill all of you, and you all could have avoided it, and it's all going to be your fault. Unless, Dealey, you want to be on my side because you like bad shit, apparently. <laughs> so Dealey reaches into her bag and uh, digs around between the 732 rings and the 10 rings that she got from the Emperor, and she finds the golden chili mm-hmm. um, that she took from Smellius's house, and she shatters it. <laughs> Ow! Ow! Ah! When you get to be my age, you collect things. It's the only thing left for people like us. Dealey, you're dead too. That is sadder than I thought. (laughs) 
At Dealey, you're dead too. A familiar and cool voice calls out in the dark and says, Not so fast. My boyfriend! Ha <laughs> <laughs> We can talk about that. I am very available. It's me, Snake Professional. He snaps. Oh, I thought you were someone else. <laughs> well, easy come, easy go. It's all part of the rough and tumble life of an agent provocateur such as myself. Look, there's no need for anyone to be killing anybody here because according to my stump of a dwarf's hand here, he takes a he like takes a bite out of it like an apple and throws it behind him. Oh, fuck, Jesus. Oh, I don't know what, what I thought. What were you thinking? Like, yeah, I don't know. Jeez. My boyfriend would never do that. Yucca bucka. Can I try? No, no. According to the hand I just took a bite out of, our deal is done. The emperor is no more. And the current emperor is but a joke. Which means that the people I work for are satisfied. Now won't you come with me and get out of here before the rest of the guards show up? Um, listen, I'm a lawyer in uh, the courts of this land, and I don't need the emperor to be pissed off at me, even if he is, like, not taking... So I'm just taking another swing. Snake uh, sort of puts his hands up. He goes, okay, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. The deal is done. We are all okay. And if you listen to me and come with me, we all walk out of here about a million gold richer. Smellius, if you let bygones be bygones, I'm happy to walk to another location and hear the rest of this man's deal. Put her there, pal. Butter. What? What? Go without me. No, you're part of it. No, go without me. I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my guards, and I'm gonna be the emperor. And it'll be really good, and it'll be really fun. And you, you know, what? yeah, you guys will have your money, all right. And and maybe we'll see each other every once in a while. We'll foil each other little, little plans, all right. And then, but then you'll slowly realize how much fun it is to be around me, and you'll come back, and then you'll work for me, and it'll be like a whole family once again. Except this time, Smellulus calls the shots. All right, I'm not worried about this guy like being a problem. He's so desperate. So yeah, I'll do whatever. And I I rehoist my uh my gigantic hammer. All right, you guys coming with me? Smellulous, you sure I can't interest you in the chance of a lifetime? I've already done everything I needed to do. All right? I got everything I want now. You can't possibly offer me anything that I ha- that I don't already have now as emperor. <laughs> I can offer you a hand. A hand of friendship. Oh, you should take it. Wait. Like a... Buddy. Like, re- like, re- like... Heavy like re- is the head that wears the crown. I want the crown. And I've got a feel... Well, hold... No, no. <laughs> I got a is feeling... Is there a crown? I got a is feeling... There is no, not... No, no, Dealey. No. It is my crown. It is mine and you cannot have it. Good God. Okay, fine. You know what? Stay the emperor. But I'm warning you. There is a storm coming. The likes of which you aren't prepared for. As I was saying, heavy is the head that wears the crown. I want the crown. Stop. Uh, no, no, Dealey. It is my crown. It is mine. You cannot touch it. What if it's tiny? If it's tiny, then it's a ring. You've had enough rings. All right, those who are coming, come with me. I've got a lot of information for you. And those who are staying, well, good luck. And, uh... He he backs up and touches his hand to uh, to the wall, and the wall sort of it, it opens up secretively. 
a hidden doorway reveals itself in the wall. Uh, Grimothy looks down at his hand and the, um, the light of the dagger disappears. Um, and he looks back up at Smellulus and says, I was starting to warm to you, but I don't know, Smellulus. I don't know. And then he follows Snake Professional. Torin takes, um, Avi's hand underneath the blanket and gently guides him down the stairs through the door. Um, do you- Dealey looks up uh, at um, the wealthy, the owl, and um, waves dramatically with all four arms, and then uh, flies down into the behind the door. Uh, wealthy, the owl, sort of mimes like he's riding on a bo- uh, on a bicycle <laughs> to sort of be like, "It's me. Do you know who I am?" And then with all with all four hands, uh, Dooley's doing the like stop, like sort of like drawing her hand across her neck, like no, 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 like, uh, I don't with, care, I don't with care. A, with a feathered, uh, a winged arm, he he like theatrically blows a big kiss to you. And then she's like batting at the air around her face to make sure it doesn't land. Uh, it misses. Yeah, <laughs> his attack roll misses your AC. It does, the, the kiss does not hit. Good, Grimothy shakes his head and says, I'm not in the mood. Butter uh, takes a, a look at um, the new emperor and uh, says, there was a brief period where I did enjoy calling you friend as we were united in a common goal of taking one small blow against a terrible, terrible system that you have now risen to the top of. Goodbye. And uh, walk out. Snake sort of walks up and he he's sort of like Sam Malone in the last episode of Cheers. He sort of like puts his arm up against the door frame and he, he takes one last look at this old place. A lot of memories in this place he's never been to before in his life. <laughs> he looks around and he, he sort of chuckles to himself and he points at Smellulus and says, Smellulus, you sure I can't interest you in this? And I say, guards! The pig guy uh, who has been asleep at the wheel, I must say, yeah, uh, sort of charges at Snake Professional, and Snake Professional goes, Ah! God's in heaven! And he closes the door. The guard, uh, he looks around, and he's confused, and he looks back at at Smellulus. He says, Boss! They disappeared into the wall! <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get them! Find them! I will. I will find them. Or I'll die trying. Or my name isn't. We cut to the uh, uh, on the other side of the wall. Um, Snake professional looks around coolly. This is a mover and a shaker in Cordelia. He uh, <laughs> he, he regards them like sort of like uh, like the fucking like the fawns level. Just like this is a cool high status guy. You all agree that Snake professional rules as he uh, <laughs> he looks at each of you and says, "Well." I told you there was more to this story, and I guess who would I be if I wasn't straight with you, right? I do not Everyone know. Everyone else? Anyone else? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you'd be like every other person. Yeah, and maybe that's not for me, living like every other person out there on Earth. Maybe I just march to the beat of my own drum, and so Get maybe... Get to the point. Maybe I'll tell you nothing, or maybe I'll tell you everything. It all depends on the flip of this coin. He flips the coin. 
Heads. I, wait, I'd like to try and catch it. Great, yeah, you catch that coin from out of the air. Okay, I put it in my bag. Ooh, you got me there, I gotta say, I gotta say. But here's the catch that you might not have seen coming. Cordelian coins are double-sided. They both have a head on them, which means that no matter what, I was gonna have to be straight with you. According to the coin, at least. And that's if you put stock in coin, which I do. I'm a man for whom money makes the world go round. Okay, so I work for the nation of Lariquette in the south. You may or may not know that Cordelia has been engaged in the War of the Song with Lariquette for some years now. Well, today that war might have come to an end. Or, I mean, it didn't come to an end, but it came pretty close to coming to an end. Because you helped me, you've taken out the Emperor, and you have a home for all of you waiting in Lariquette. Are you Larication? Haha. <laughs> That's where you're right to ask. <laughs> but the answer is no, I'm Cordelian. But I'm disloyal, so in many ways I am Larication. I play both sides, sort of like a fiddle that's been fucked up. That's me, baby. I'm Snake Perfect. Okay, so I'm a double agent. I work for the Lyricat government. Just nodding along at every point, like, yes, yes, yes. He points <laughs> over sense. to Butter. Checks He's like, out. this guy gets it. This is a sharp guy. I You're the it. lawyer, right? Yes. Oh, I love a lawyer, and I hate a different lawyer. It all depends on what my courtroom situation is, but I can tell you're a friend of mine. So I work for the Lyricat kingdom. They sent me in. The war is not going good for them, so they sent me in to take out Emperor Nagramonsky, who, although he is a man-child in many ways, is a military tactical genius. But now... No way, really? Yeah, he is. That guy we met? Yeah, people have a lot of dimensions to them, not just the first one. Multitudes. Like, take me, for example. When you first meet me, you might think I'm all cool, but then as you get to know me, you learn that I'm also confident. Oh, that's that's like the coin with the same thing on both sides. Yeah, I guess I am a man oh, based on money. Oh, wait a minute. What? The coins are going to have Smellulus's face on them now. That's right, they are. They're going to have are his... you? Are you worried that Smellulus will be a greater military genius? The beautiful avoider starts laughing. He's like, oh, ho, ho, ho. I don't know who we're talking about or what's going on, but I would love to get out from under this sheet. Yeah, you could have it literally any moment. Yeah, I'm actually more passive than you'd think I am, though. I'm starting to learn that. And yeah. Snake Professional points to him. He goes, Yeah, that's a good point about how people have dimensions. So. All of this is to say that not... Wow, I'm a, a smart guy, aren't I? Yeah, you agree I am. Don't answer. You... The thing is, Nagramonsky is out of the picture. And that means this war might have just taken a powerful turn. And with a clown as our new emperor... I saw how he was dressed as the new Cordelian <laughs> emperor. I think things are going to be just fine. So, actually, what needs to happen now is we need to get out of Cordelia fast. That is the part of the plan I did not tell you guys about because I knew you wouldn't what? agree to it if, uh... We uh didn't. I yeah. don't... Wow, sorry, tough. I'm tough I... shit. There is absolutely no way you stay in Cordelia. We've got to get out of Cordelia pronto and start new lives in Larraquette or we are dead. The Emperor is still alive. Yeah, well, that Emperor... There's, the Emperor that I needed taken out was taken out. You did right. that, and so now right. we are good to go. So we got to get out of here because there is another Emperor and Cordelia still exists as an empire. 
Oh, but the seti is everything I have. Well, you're going to have to find some new stuff. You're an urchin, right? You should know that possessions are nine-tenths of the law, and the law is what you live outside of. So, let's get out of here. I once heard a wise man say, the law is the law. <laughs> I bet that wise man did say that. But I also bet that wise man has died of his injuries, by the way. Not that you asked. You ripped his hair oh out. My, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's part of why I haven't been part of the story. I was at his funeral. So, you know, uh, you know, your actions have consequences. All right, so we need to get out of here, and we need to get out of here fast. So follow me. Meanwhile, camera pulls back, and we are with Smellulus. The guard has left. He has left to get other guards. Smellulus, you are alone in Sundown Samara's mansion. The lights are out. There is ruin everywhere. The unhittable Babylon Brown is still, like, cackling to himself quietly over in a corner. Otherwise, animals wander about. One of the animals that wanders about is a dragon you do not recognize. Hello? Up in the corner, uh, up in the dark, obscured by shadow, a voice says to you, Why, hello. This dragon uh, uh, sort of slithers into whatever scrap of light is left. You recognize her instantly as a dragon you've never seen before in your life. Oh. Okay, this is weird. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Sundown Samara. You might not recognize me because I used to be a clear dragon, but I was wearing the mask of a different dragon, and so now that's who I am. Oh, that's a bummer. The clear thing was cool. I always thought it was cool when you were clear. She sort of, like, swoops over. This is a big dragon, and, so, uh, like, takes you uh, under her arm and sort of pulls you close to her and says, Now, now, now. There's no need to suck up now. You're the emperor. That's right. What that's you say who- goes. That's right. That's right. I, I am the emperor. And well, as emperor, you're going to need an advisor, aren't you? Yo, well, yeah, of course. I mean, I can't, I can't do all the decisions by myself. All the day today, a big emperor yeah. like you, you need to focus on the big picture, right? Yeah, yeah. So why yeah, don't so you make your first order of business appointing a chief advisor? You're smart. That you're I smart. am. And I'm also powerful. And <laughs> I'm rich. Yeah? Damn. You look good, too. <laughs> that Ooh. I do. And I am open to this. <laughs> Roll charisma. Hey, um, hmm, seventeen. I'm really open to this. <laughs> do to damn. You were an elephant before, right? Yeah, but now I'm a human being. Okay, look, I sort of got two games going right now, but one of them is not a game. This is you look good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if I actually gave you a little gift, eh? How would you like to be? Now, I, I know it's surprising, and I know you might be scared of the uh, of the uh, of the responsibility, but I think you can do it. You've proven yourself to be very intelligent. In that my I opinion, have, and you've proven that you test after test I've passed. Yeah, yeah, and you, and you, and you, and you. Just quick question: you, uh, you, 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 my friend. Huh. I could be more than that. 
Want to be my advisor? Y- yes, that was the... Oh my god, yes, that was the idea. Good! Good. Now, as my first order of business, okay, um, I need, I, we need to uh, get a, um, we need to get a tactical unit to bring me back my daughter. Sure, sure. You got kids? Yes. Not, I a, not a deal breaker, but, uh, you know, it would have been nice for you to be upfront about everything, you know. I have an adopted daughter and she must come back home. You love your kids. I like that. I respect that. Mm. All right. I'll put together this tactical unit to hunt down your kid, and why don't you leave all of the governing to me so that you can focus on the big deal, <laughs> the big okay, stuff. Okay, and, and, and what's the, and that big stuff? It just oh, I you know, run down the emperor, the empire. Yeah, the big yeah. picture stuff, the stuff that goes in the history books. You can leave the governing and the lawmaking and the punishment and all of the city infrastructure stuff and the tactical stuff with the war. You can leave all of that to me, Sundown Samara. I actually have one more thing I need to be done right now. Sure. Anything. There's a man. There's a man who owns a garment shop. Yeah. <laughs> Say the word. Jean-Luc Robespierre, I'd like you to bring him to me as soon as possible. Sure, sure. I'll bring you Jean-Luc Robespierre. And in return, I need you to just keep being the best goddamn emperor you can be. <laughs> I can thank you so much. You're amazing. You're, this is, yeah. I will be, because I'm doing a good job already, right? She kisses you. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm liked. (laughs) I'm actually liked. I start crying. She sort of uh, backs off a little and goes, um, 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 no, no, it's, no, this, we're, you know, we're, we're together and it, you know, through thick and thin, but it's just a lot of thin right away. Uh, and she flies away. Yes! You smellulous is back in charge, baby! There is a, uh, um, there is actually a freeze frame of you just screaming, yes, as the dragon flies away. (laughs) This should go on the side of a van. This looks cool as shit. A bald, middle-aged guy and a dragon. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Iconic moments in Rude Tales of Magic. (laughs) (laughs) She flies away to work her dark purposes. We cut back to the the tunnel hallway. Uh, Snake Professional is looking around panic. He goes, Ah, shoot. Ah, shit. Ah, damn. We got a fork in the road. I don't know whether to go left or to go right. What do you guys think? Well, to get in here, we were to keep a hand on the right wall. So to get out, it is probably the left. That's what I like. I like a guy who has a good memory. (laughs) I'm a minotaur, and I know a labyrinth. Why? all right. No, it's I, I like that. I think that's a cool thing about you. All right. I just don't know why people are surprised by it. That's not. No, I think you're cool. I just don't have a lot of friends myself. Can we please I, go? You're please. right. You're right. You're right. Let's follow Butter. Uh, the beautiful avoider, uh, he sort of pipes up. He goes, yeah, let's follow the Minotaur. Why don't we? 
You can take the sheet off. No. <laughs> I like it. Let's follow the Minotaur. If he says left, we go left. If he says jump, we say how high. And if he says we got to get out of here and go to Laraquette, well, then I say that was my idea, and I do agree to it. Let's okay, go. Okay, we're all all the way down the <laughs> yeah, hallway. Yeah, like, he's like 100 <laughs> feet behind you guys. <laughs> Uh, cool. You guys get to the uh, hallway. You come to another fork. There's a, it's a left and a right. Yeah, we, just, we keep. Yeah, man, we we, uh, we 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 stay to the left, baby. We fall on that left wall. There we go. You come to another fork. I'm thinking left. Yes. We go left. Another fork. Another fork. And another. You keep going left and left and left and left until finally, well, we find ourselves now at an underground river. And look at that. How convenient. There's one. Two, three, four, five, six horses here. Horses! Can they swim? The horses? Yeah. Only one way to find out. Are these horses going to be chill with a very heavy automatic man and a also very heavy uh, me? Well, why don't you take another look at those horses? For you see, one of those horses is a very heavy automatic horse, and the other horse is an inverted minotaur. That's right, a man's head on a bull's body. The man's head screams out into the night. Just saying such things as, ah! Ah! But- Butter approaches the inverted minotaur and strokes, uh, strokes his flesh, his exposed pink human part of him flesh, and says, There, 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 gentle creature. It looks up at you and says, treats? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely treats. I tear out a legal brief from one of my pockets of my um, mesh suit, and I crumple it up and I feed it to him. Ah, treats, treats, um, treats, mm, treats, treats, treats. Mm. You see, the trick is to train your animal on a bad treat, like not a good one. <laughs> And then they just think this crap is special. It's just a piece of paper. It looks at you and says, Papa. <laughs> my son. Uh, there is also a... I'm glad I'm an orphan. There is. Uh, there are two orphan-sized horses. There is a... Uh, <laughs> there is a cool-looking horse. And uh, there is also a horse uh, covered in, uh, in shiny rings. Okay, Dealey goes for the one that's covered in shiny rings. Great. And- I goes for. What, are you, what do you do? Dive bombs and uh, <laughs> attempts to pull the rings off of of the horse. Are Great. they on the horse's legs? Where the where the what's on the rings? Uh, yeah, there's like rings around the legs, uh, and it has uh, a few piercings. Yeah, so she just starts to like tug at the rings and try and just she's trying to pull them. Uh, the horse is killed. You just like get all of the rings <laughs> off of the horse, uh, and you actually manage to hollow it out by doing this. Perfect. So then she like. Pops out of the mouth, covered mm-hmm. in blood. She's like, nothing in there! <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, snake professional looks around and says, well, let's ride. Yeah! And he rides his horse into the water. Uh, the horse begins sinking right away. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, oh no! And he, he jumps off of the horse. The cool horse is, uh, there's actually a really strong current in the underground river, and the cool horse is, uh, is swept away. Uh, do any of you have speak with animals? I think Smellyless is the only one who does. So nobody hears it as the horse in the horse's language says, don't worry, I'll be fine. Oh, I can, um, 
Oh no, never mind. I can't. No. What can? What were you gonna say? Because I can communicate with any creature, but they that creature has to know at least one language. Try it. Uh, Grimothy reaches out with his mind to the horse and asks, "Will you be okay?" Uh, the horse says, "Yotikero uh, infinito, yotikero omekorosan," and it's sort of like uh, <laughs> doesn't speak common. Sick professional. He looks what like he's like to- soaking wet, and he looks at you. He goes, "What? What's what? What's up?" What are we to do if these horses cannot swim in this water? Is there anything across the river? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Can we cross the river with the horses and then continue on? Yeah, I guess we could. There's more tunnel. I don't know what you're going to want with that tunnel, though. That tunnel just leads to the exit of the sewers right outside of the city limits. Snake, that that sounds like a the place we should go. Okay, but the that underground like- tunnel leads to the center of town where all the big stuff is happening. Yeah, wait, wouldn't that put us right Snake. in the middle of everybody's attention? What can Snake. I say? I'm a mover and a shaker. Snake, I'm I... going across the river. All right, it's your funeral, years from now, because it sounds like a good idea. Listen to yourself, remember. No! You were the one that said we should go to Larroquette. Yeah, yeah. You wanted to leave. Yeah. So, let's cross the river. All right, fine, we'll do it your way, if you want. Thank you. I just don't see an advantage, but whatever. I guess it's all part of trusting your friends. A lesson all but one of you were able to learn. Uh, We cut over to Smellulus. Smellulus, you are alone. The dragon has flown out through uh, a hidden dragon exit. Uh, Sundown Samara has left. You are alone. It is only you, the unhittable Babylon Brown, who is... uh, He's actually sort of climbing up the ropes. He's all laughed out, and he's leaving through whatever means he entered. It is just you and Nagramonsky, who is a small turtle in your hands. How you, how you doing? So, walk me through the deal here. You're the king now? Yeah, I'm the, I'm, I'm the king now. And I was just the king? My memories of my past life are hazy at best. Yeah, you were just the king, and you abdicated because you liked me so much. And now you're my best friend, and you're going to stay with me forever. I cast good berry. Whoa, good berries? This is incredible. I'm going to give him What a weird and cool spell. I'm going to take a good berry myself, because I'm so hurt right now. And I'm going to give one to, uh, uh, I'm going to give one to the little turtle. Yum. This is delicious. As I eat it, I, I feel a sense memory. I feel like I've eaten a good berry before. And yet I don't even remember my old name. All I know is that now I'm a little one. My little friend. I'll keep you here. We'll play little games together, eh? And you'll laugh at my jokes. And now you won't have too many good berries because I get to have most of them myself. I'll put, one, put a little good berry in my mouth. One for you? He looks at you expectantly. Oh, I can't be mad at you, little one. I'm going to put another one in his mouth. You know what? I'll call you my little one. Because you're my little friend. Yes. Smellulous gets a friend. Yeah, whatever. Just keep the berries coming. Okay, little one. Here you go. Here's some more berries. These are making me big and strong, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you know what? You're the first person I've done this for willingly. I'm going to give you all my little berries. I'm going to give them all the little berries. This is incredible. This, tr- this type of nutrition profile early in my life, I'm going to live a long, long time.
outside of Paola. It's late at night, and a sewer grate shifts. You hear the, the rumbling of metal against metal as a sewer opens up. And out of it climbs me, Snake Professional. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We made it out of Paola. And now comes the long, long journey to Laracat. Yeah, we'll be hunted on the way there. And yeah, I didn't have much of an escape plan because I was too busy smoking a cigarette. But I have a feeling the... The one, two, three, four, five, six of us, I think we'll be a-okay. Unless, of course, I've got a little something else up my sleeve. What? Oh, God! Oh, you guys are here. Uh, I gotta go. That's the end of this episode of Rude Tales of Magic. Come at the king. Because, you know, when you come at the king, you best not miss. And if you do miss... You better have turned him into a little turtle, and he forgot his old life, so it's okay that you missed, because he Was it a king picture. or an emperor? Well, you we're using the terms interchangeably, because there aren't any cool terms about emperors that oh. I can think of. No, okay. probably not. Except the emperor's new clothes. And that's what we call the end... Oh, the emperor's new clothes. That might have been... There might have been something there. And that's what we call a Rude Tales episode. Another one in the can. Fans the worldwide are delighted to hear it. They wait with bated breath for our next episode. Now that this is over, it's a short two weeks until the next episode. But will things be the same then? <laughs> the way we play, which is fast and loose, I have a feeling... Things will be a little different. I'm getting the go on sign. Okay, we got more time. Okay, so uh, uh, the thing about Rue Tales of Magic is it's a blast, right? And you got to tell your friends because, you know, we're doing okay, but, you know, we can always do better. Especially uh, uh, the Patreon. Have you been to patreon.com slash Rue Tales of Magic? We got bonus episodes. If you like this, imagine what if everyone was a vampire? Now, that's not the pitch of the century, but it is a good episode, actually. So, you know, I'm not a salesman. I'm a smoker. Good night. <laughs> that was Ali Fisher as Dealey the Harpy, Carly Monado as Torin, Joe Lepore as Grimothy Steele, Christopher Hastings as Butter Saint Beef, Tim Platt as Smellulous, and Branson Reese as Everything and Everyone Else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Halls, with additional sound design by Michael Gelfin, and with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. Until next time, traveler, long live the Emperor! <laughs> morning in Paola. The sun has only just begun to crest the skyline, and the shadow of night fades to the buzzy blues of dawn. In a little boutique in a fashionable corner of town, a dark elf named Jean-Luc Robespierre has his first croissant of the day. Ah, another day, another fashion. The people of this city have no idea how well they are about to be dressed. 
The front door of his shop swings open as his two goblin employees, Maird and Bidet, cheerfully bring him the morning paper. They look at him expectantly, hoping to hear his delightful take on the news of the day. Instead, they're treated to an uncharacteristic silence as Jean-Luc lowers the paper from his face with a far-off look in his eyes. Maird, Bidet, you are both fired. Leave out the back door at once. The goblins seem confused. Hon Hon! Robespierre stares straight ahead, his gaze fixed on the front door. If you wish to collect your wages for the week, go find my sister Madeleine in the Arcolano Mountains. She will provide for you all that you are owed. Now go. As a grim understanding dawns in them, Merritt and Bidet bow deeply to Jean-Luc. He looks at them for the first time today. I would ask only that you never bow again for another man. You are giants. Makes the world bow to you. Now go. Do not look back for me. You will not lack what you see. Merritt and Bidet nod and head out the back door. A strange smile creeps over Jean-Luc's face as he rolls a long, skinny cigarette. Only when you drink from the river of silence shall you indeed sing. And when you have reached the mountaintop, then you shall begin to climb. And when the earth shall claim your limbs... The front door of Robespierre's is kicked open by four Loxodon city guards. Jean-Luc Robespierre, you have been called to stand trial for crimes against Emperor Smellulus, first of his name. Come with us. Jean-Luc takes a drag from his cigarette. Let's dance. That was a headgum podcast.